0: This is the Peaks Audio Experience. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Peaks Academy podcast where we bring you regular little wellness chunks from our wellness guru, Lynn Furney. And uh, ever since I started on the keto lifestyle journey several years ago of uh, being exposed to lots and lots of delicious foods. And this one in particular, I knew nothing about, and now is a staple part of my diet. And we're talking about the amazing bone broth. Lynn's going to tell us all about it, why it's important, and how you can prepare your own bone broth. So Lynn, welcome.
1: Thanks, Mike. So... People often shudder at the thought of bone broth and I guess I find it quite easy because I grew up with it. So easy for me perhaps but listen listen on and um, don't switch off just yet because I'd like to tell you a lot more about bone broth and why it's such an important thing for you to introduce into your diet and have as often as you can on a keto lifestyle. So when we talk about bone broth, we're talking about exactly that. We are going to take the bones of the animal. Uh, sorry for any of the vegan keto people out there, but as you know, I'm, an, I'm a carnivore. And here at Peaks Academy, we do believe you need the animal products, including the, the meat and the bones. So we're going to take the bones of the animal, we're going to boil them up, and we're going to make an amazing, healthy um, broth that we're going to drink, we're going to add to our foods, it's going to give flavour and it's going to give a whole host of benefits. So where would you like me to go first, Mike? Do you want me to talk about how you make it or why we should drink it?
0: <laughs> it's, I've been into your... Uh into your house many times with the sweet smell of bone broth. So firstly, there's a variety of different ways we can make it to to draw out the goodness from the bone. So maybe run through some of the techniques to make bone broth and what's the easiest for you, and then maybe the benefits. What's in that magic elixir that makes our bodies zing?
1: So basically to make bone broth, what we're going to do is take some really high-quality bones, and you know me by now. I'm always raving on about getting the best grass-fed animals that you can so we're going to take some grass-fed beef bones ideally we're going to take joints um, so feet are ideal so trotters um, knees hip joints anywhere we've got lots of cartilage um, would be great so um, organic grass-fed beef bones organic um, outdoor reared pig bones chicken carcasses or or any other animal especially the game type of animals if you can if you can get your hands on them and what we're going to do is we're going to cook the bones long and slow and the reason we do that is it takes a long time to break down the connective tissues and the actual bone itself to extract the nutrients and there are different nutrients in all of the different parts of the bone so again mix up as many different types of bones as you can So let's use an example of a beef bone broth. Now you can make this on your stove top or you can make it in your slow cooker. Um, you can use a pressure cooker, it's a lot faster but there, there is a, a fair amount of debate about whether you get the nutrients because of the cooking method. So I would advocate using a slow cooker because it's incredibly easy, you don't have to leave the stove top on and you don't have the risk of things boiling over in the middle of the night. So take your beef um, bones or as I said any of the bones that you're going to use you can if you wish to pop them in the oven first and roast them for about 30 minutes and that will give the bones a golden colour and that will transfer into your broth but it's not needed so I don't do that I don't have time I like quick and easy I simply drop the bones into my slow cooker as many as I can pack in uh, watching out for the fact that the connective tissue will expand as you cook it and they'll jump out at you so pop your bones in and then the first thing you're going to add is some apple cider vinegar and this is essentially an acid and it's going to help extract the nutrients from the bones it's a really important step don't skip it and you do need quite a bit so somewhere between half a cup and a cup depending on how big your slow cooker is you're then going to add lots of salt so as we've heard him in, in other podcasts salt is incredibly important for us so we'll add salt both for flavor and for health i tend to add some herbs and i put in there some pepper lots of peppercorns and again they'll give flavor now if you want to you can add vegetables root vegetables even though we don't have them on the the keto diet we're going to strain them out so we're not going to eat them we're just going to again extract the nutrients from things like celery carrots um, and those type of vegetables again optional you don't need to the essential ingredients bones apple cider vinegar, salt and pepper and then all you're going to do is top up with water and you want the water to cover the bones in the slow cooker or on the stovetop. You're then going to set your slow cooker to low and you're going to allow that mixture to cook over a period of 24 or even 36 hours. And during that time, all of the connective tissue will break down and will go into the bone broth. The marrow from the bones, if there's any marrow bones in there, that will come out and will will go into the the bone broth. And the minerals from the bones themselves will be leached out and that will all go into the liquid. So what you'll be left with is an incredibly mineral, vitamin and collagen rich, gelatin rich um, liquid, which is fabulous for your body. So that's how you make it. A little bit less time for chicken, maybe only um, 14 to 16 hours. Um, Pig bones probably 18 to 24. Beef will take the longest to cook because they're the biggest.
0: All right, so now we've made the bone broth. Before we get into the benefits and what's in it and how you prepare or how you serve it, the other option to make it is to pop down to the local supermarket and buy a sachet of bone broth. Is that that a good, bad or ugly recommendation, Lynn?
1: Um, Yeah that's a tricky one because there's lots of um, companies now making bone broth and so what I'd be watching out for if you can get the variety which is a concentrated bone broth so it's actually a a liquid or a gelatinous liquid um, or even a paste and it's just got the ingredients listed that I've just talked about then it's probably fine. It's never going to be as good as what you make at home um, because it's got Probably got some preservative added to uh, to keep it fresh on the shelf. The powdered variety, there are one or two that are um, actually quite good, and so if you're travelling or you just don't have time, they're not a bad alternative, but be careful for additives, be careful for yeasts being added for flavour, monosodium glutamate, things being added to thicken or fill out the bone broth, because that's not what you want. And let's face it, um, to get from a liquid to a powder is a chemical process, it's highly refined, and it's probably not going to be the best for you.
0: Alrighty, so now we've got our bone broth, it's finished cooking. What's next? How do we strain it, prepare it, and then what do we do with it when we have the uh, bone broth made?
1: Yeah, great. So very simple. It is going to be very hot, so allow it to cool. And then all you're going to do is you're going to strain it through some kind of sieve or mesh. Um, You obviously don't want the bones in your final liquid, so you want to catch all the vegetables, the peppercorns, the bones themselves, any of that gunky, foamy stuff that sits on the top that we don't want to talk about, and the rest of the cartilage. So you're just going to basically capture all the solids and be left with that beautiful liquid. Now, it won't be that concentrated. So you've got a few options. You can simply drink a mug of it. You can season it to taste. So heat it up. Maybe on the stove. I'm not a fan of microwaves, but it's only a short blast. So quick blast in the microwave to heat it. You can put it into your soups, your stews, any kind of um, meat dish that needs a broth or a stock as its base. And then if you want to keep it, you can keep it in the fridge for about 5 days and use it it over the 5 days. You can boil it up to to concentrate it. The more you boil it the more you remove the water and concentrate that broth and if you really want to you could freeze it either in um, cup sized batches or you can concentrate it first and then freeze it in ice cube moulds to give you the basis for your stock stews and um, bone broth that you drink. So there you have
0: it, folks, the miracle food that is bone broth. It is wonderful for your body, and especially if you're a regular exerciser or doing any sort of physical activity, the the collagen in bone broth is amazing for your body. So there's some tips and tricks. One last question, Lynn. One of the things I've seen you do is take the fat off the top of the bone broth when it's been in the refrigerator. Just walk us through that and any last tips before we sign off today.
1: Yeah, sure. So um, just talking about the benefits of the bone broth, I I want to mention a couple of those. Bone broth is amazing because it contains gelatin, it contains collagen, it contains nutrients, it contains amino acids and protein. Those are things that you can't get naturally through most sources. And if most of your meat is muscle meat, like steak and chicken breast, then you're not getting that collagen and gelatin um, and amino acid source. So... It's wonderful, especially as we age, our skin lacks collagen. So for giving your skin a beautiful sheen, for your wrinkles, um, for your stretch marks, for any kind of scars or injuries, for tendons, for muscle regeneration, it is fantastic for the body. It is a truly amazing, amazing, amazing food. just to answer that last question, Mike, skimming the fat, you don't want, even though we have a high-fat diet, you don't want the fat, it doesn't taste particularly nice with your bone broth, so it's going to spoil the flavour. You can also take the fat off if it's the beef variety. I wouldn't do this with chicken um, and possibly with pork, but mainly with beef, take the fat off the top, render it down, and there you've got some tallow. You can use that on your skin as a moisturizer. You can use it to cook with. Very versatile, very pure, and amazing from grass-fed animals.
0: Excellent, so if you're not hungry now, and you're not uh, wetting your appetite with a bit of bone broth, off you go. Go and find some amazing organic beef bones, and mix yourself up a beef broth a bone broth brew for the afternoon because you will reap the rewards. Thanks for joining us. Join us next time at Peaks Academy for a, uh, a wellness gym from Lynn Fernie. We'll talk to you very soon. Bye-bye for now. Hi, folks. Welcome back. Now, you just listened to a bit of bone broth magic with Lynn And just as we finish, she said, I forgot two very important things. So we've added a couple of minutes, but you'll be glad we did. Lynn, what did we miss?
1: Well, so many people coming onto the keto lifestyle have a lot of inflammation in their body. They may be significantly overweight and often they, they are carrying a lot of gut problems, a lot of tummy problems. So bloating, um, diarrhea, constipation and the foods that they've been eating have been gradually destroying their innards basically, their, their tummy and bone broth is one of the best things that you can drink to calm down those gut problems, calm down that inflammation and help you to adapt to the keto lifestyle so it's fabulous for inflammation it's an amazing liquid, amazing food for your tummy the best time to drink it, that's the other thing I wanted to tell you, really important, you can drink this anytime time you want to, but the absolute best time is before you have a meal, especially a meal that's got protein or meat in it. And the reason is the bone broth is going to help with your digestion. So having the bone broth before your meal is going to help you digest the food. It's also got protein in it, so you don't really want to have it on its own. You want to have it with the rest of your meal, with the fats Um, that you're going to have in that meal and it will as i said it will calm down your gut it will cool the the gut lining take the inflammation away help your gut to heal and it will help your meal digest and it'll help you absorb all of those wonderful nutrients from your keto meals and from the bone broth itself so Brilliant for inflammation, wonderful for the gut, and fantastic for digestion, as well as all of the other benefits that I mentioned around skin, muscles, tendons, um, and everything else.
0: All right, a little extra words of wisdom there. Thanks for sticking around, folks. A little bit of a bonus bone broth, and we'll see you next time here at Peaks Academy. Take care. Hey guys, thanks for joining us on the Peaks Audio Experience.
1: Make sure you've subscribed and please share the
0: podcast. And more importantly, don't forget to tell all your friends. It's awesome, it's amazing and inspiring.
1: And send us your hot topics to cover on a future episode. For now, have a great Peaks day. (laughs)